Hello and welcome to the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter. My name is George Scandalis and I'm just one quarter of the group of people that are going to be on here. One's a little bit of a cheat. They're a couple, but they're a power couple, so they count as one. Together in life, you'll find out they're separate on Instagram. With me, I've got Nick Tverdick and Steph Tverdick. Very sexy couple. You'll say hi to them in a minute. Then I've also got little Miss Bitchin' Beautician herself, Lisa Kraus. Lots of R's in that Kraus, ladies and gentlemen. Lots of R's. And then I've got my main man, my work boyfriend, my work wife, my work husband, whatever you want to call him, my business partner, the bay to nay of me. The moderator of today's episode, number one on the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter, Nathan Strong. Wow, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Thank you for that I, I, amazing I don't introduction. That. Wait, 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 Nathan. I don't hear anybody clapping at all. Well, <laughs> that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. In the back of my mind, it was like we we're in front of sixty thousand people. So I was enjoying it. <laughs> you better be e transferring them for the clap they just did. Well, you got stage fright. That's Nick. That listen to that sexy voice, Nick Tverdick. Let me hear that voice. I got stage fright. Oh, oh. You know, there's some devices for that now. <laughs> we, won't, we, we won't go into it until we get a sponsorship deal from them though yeah, that's true. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan what are we talking about well today I'm actually gutted on the moderator because when I looked at this topic I was like wow this is going to be great but um, should staff have to pay for treatments in the clinic zing yeah so it's it's, i love this topic it is i love it as well it's it's very sensitive and you know what the best thing about it is there's going to be some people out there they're going to hate us after this conversation no matter what what you end up saying there's going to be people that disagree wholeheartedly disagree so because this this is our first episode i'm going to give us a little bit of a rundown how we do it the coaches are here we have 15 minutes because we know in that 15 minute time, you're probably driving to the office or driving home. So we want your attention for 15 minutes and that's it. So everyone's going to have their say. The power couple are going to have their say separately. They may disagree, which is going to be great. And then everyone will have a chance to conclude because someone may change their mind or they may change their argument a little bit. And then we'll conclude in around 15 minutes and then we'll wrap up the show. Can I ask a question? Can I waste 10 seconds of the 15 minutes? Yes. Was my intro part of the 15 minutes or do we get 15 minutes to talk about the topic? 15 minutes after the intro. Oh, so you're going to be like, we start now. Yes. So I've got my stopwatch here. Okay. And I'm going to push start. And then I'm going to give you guys a bit of a warning. And I'm going to ask a few of you to hurry up at certain times. I love how you show the stopwatch like you think people are watching. Well, I'm showing it to you, George. I'm pointing like I think people are watching. Yeah, I know. But at least we can see each other. Okay. So you know what? I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to start with the power couple, and they can argue over who goes first. But we're (laughs) starting in 10 seconds. I'm going to repeat the topic. Should staff have to pay for their treatments in clinic? We are starting in five, four, three, two, one. Go. So, so I'm going to jump in and uh, start talking first because I want to make sure that everybody out there knows so that uh, my wife still likes me at the end of this, that she does run the show. I just run around in it. Um, yeah, that's why you let her talk first. <laughs> so I'm going to let her actually answer the question first because I'm such a gentleman. 
Um, oh. But but I wanted to you know come, come on. Thank you. You're so so gentlemanly. I actually have a position that staff should pay for treatment. So our staff do pay for treatments, even though we disagree. Um. <laughs> well, to a to a point. So yes, staff should definitely pay for treatments as a blanket statement. Um, but especially people that are doing some of your higher end uh, body contouring treatments. Uh, we own Aria Integrative Health and Lohi Lipo Laser in Denver, Colorado, and we do quite a bit of body contouring treatments, but I do feel that if a staff member is treating a patient, they have to understand what the device feels like or the treatment feels like, and then also have some personal experience with what outcomes can be. Um, so it's a catch-22, right? So if you're going to have um, a staff member that's going to be treating a patient, I do think that they need to experience the treatment. And if you're going to have them start uh, treating somebody right away, uh, sometimes I do think that that free treatment might need to begin there. Some yeah. of these different uh, device manufacturers will give you the consumables to make that happen, but it's all up in the air. But she definitely thinks that everything should be paid for. I do. Well, and I, I also agree that when you're bringing in new staff, they really need to experience the treatment so that they can speak to it and relate to the patient. Otherwise, the patient starts asking them a million questions and they have no idea and they don't have their own personal experience to draw from. That being said, we have a lot of different devices and offer a lot of different services. So it would be very difficult for us just to provide a smorgasbord of treatments to every single new staff member or existing staff member that we bring in. It's just it would get ridiculous because what we like, they like. So but we happen to like, you know, stem, stem cell <laughs> facials, which are not necessarily the cheapest thing. And I also feel that when you put a value on your, your treatment, they value it more as well. Yes. Without a doubt. So we agree with each other. Kind of. Yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can, I can see the bitching beautician, Lisa Krauss. I can see the steam coming out of her ears from this. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I've had this conversation with Lisa on many a times, and I, I know where she's going to come from. So, Lisa, have at it. Well, so in my in my history in working in clinic uh, as a service provider for many years, um, I'm I go both ways on this. So I feel like treatments uh, are definitely a perk, and I think it is really important to have a little bit of both. And so you'd want them to value the treatment and you want them to be able to afford to get the treatment done. Where where it starts to get into a bit of an issue is, uh, and I've seen it many times, where uh, a patient will come in and say, oh, I'm really excited to get my lips done. Can you tell me a bit about it? And the receptionist says, oh, well, it's a little rich for my blood. We have to pay for treatments and I can't, haven't been able to afford afford to get the treatment done. I was literally sitting in a, in a waiting room and I thought, well, there goes that sale. And I, I just thought like, you need to, if you have a high level, high end med spa and you or derm practice or whatever, and if your aesthetic team cannot speak intelligently to these treatments because they can't afford them on the salary of usually typically that 20, $25 an hour ish commission ish, we need to make it easy for them to sell these treatments. And so I believe that they should get a certain package of treatments up front as a perk uh, 
to build it into the employee package, they get X amount like for their employee package. They get $2,000, $5,000, whatever it is in your budget. Uh, this is what you get. And because two, you want to make sure that whoever's working for you looks the part. So if you have somebody who is amazing as a laser technician, they can sell their ass off, but they look like the bottom of a shoe. That's not going to be good for your business. And so you need to make sure that they look the part and they can speak intelligently to treatments, but you also want to avoid having that person who is constantly abusing the system, who is in the chair getting treatments all the time if they don't have to pay for it. So there needs to be some structure put into place. Um, when pe patients uh, come in, they have to be able to speak intelligently. And two, their treatments that they are getting have to be on non-production hours. And so putting that kind of in there as a rule, because obviously they need to be doing treatments on, on patients that are coming in. But I think if staff can't speak to the treatment or say they haven't had it, that is a red flag for a patient. So I think a hybrid of, yes, they need to, to uh, pay for some of them, but I think having an allotment that they get up front, that this is, you know, you can't go past this allotment. And if you do, it's on you. And then leaning on vendors for for some support and putting it into your marketing and advertising budget. Whoo! I like it. That's a lot. <laughs> That's, I, a lot. Like it. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I do want to I do want to interject a little bit to add on to something Please. you said, Lisa. Was uh, um, we always put all of our employee uh, treatments in a certain color code on our uh, schedule, so that Love every it. one of our staff members know that they can get bumped. So it's really not even on. Um, the schedule, but the, the, the person who's doing the treatments know that that time is booked, but anybody can supersede an employee at any point in mm -hmm. time. So I'm glad I'm, I am very glad you said that. I can't stress that enough. You bet. Agreed. Okay. So I think it's time we hear from my partner in crime, the other half of the revenue <laughs> doctor. He likes to call himself the, at the underscore skin underscore guy. It's a mouthful. But um, I'm interested. I've been, I've been called worse, Nathan. Yeah, I know. I'm interested, <laughs> to see, I'm interested to see how aggressive he goes with his his point of view here. I, um, don't don't set me up like this. This no. absolutely sucks. You picked me to speak last. You know this is a topic I am on fire about, and <laughs> I wanted to come in there and bite back at the little power couple over there. But then Lisa comes in all eloquently and basically says everything I want to say. So, but, but she did she did sit on the fence a little bit, just a little did. bit. She Here's did. what it comes down to. I mean, look, where there's four of us on here, and this is something I would never talk about publicly. But there's four of us. There's five of us on here. I consider them one, Nathan. I consider them <laughs> one. I said they are one. They're one unit. They have separate Instagrams. They are having a separate drink tonight. I saw the glasses go up separately. They're not drinking from the same cup. They should be. But I we're four. He she, she did. I, we're a team of four. Okay. All right. <laughs> so there are. Okay. okay. <laughs> Here's the problem. All right. Out of the four or five of us, whatever you want to say, Nathan, I can honestly say that at this stage of our careers, we're all making a good, decent income. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Agreed. everybody's like, I'm not talking about money on the show. Guess what? You are. Because in our positions, and we know that we are always, staffing is always a huge problem. I think that's what season one's all about, or month one, or whatever we want to call it, Nathan, chapter mm -hmm. one. It's all about staffing. Staffing is hard to find, but we also know what we're paying staff. We also know what the living cost is of wherever they live in the demographic, state, province, wherever it might be, what city they're in or country they're in. 
it is next to impossible for a lot of these people to be able to choose to do all the stuff that they should be able to do to have great knowledge about what's happening in the treatment room and great knowledge about the full service menu we have. That's one. So number two, I think you nailed it on the head there, Lisa. There is nothing better than a walking billboard in your clinic of what capabilities you have than your staff having done their lips or done their body contouring or done their IPL or whatever it might be that you are treating them with. It is like when I go to a hairdresser, if I was going to go get a beautiful balayage because now I have my beautiful, long, luscious mermaid hair and I go to the hairdresser and their hair is absolutely horrific. Hairdressers, if you're listening, big fail. At least if I was a woman or if I had hair that I was dying, that would be a big fail for me. I do not want to see you looking, like Lisa so eloquently put, the bottom of a shoe, unless you're a Louboutin. Okay? (laughs) Amen. Wow. And you've got to look the part. I want to know. I mean, you have a body contouring clinic, Nick. I want to see. Where did that staff member start? Where did we take them as a clinic? What do we preach? What do we believe in? Lisa, you've got a background in injectables. How many times have I heard somebody say, oh, no, I'm not going to get it. Their face looks like a roadmap. And they won't get, you know, a neuromodulator, whether it's Dysport or Botox or any of the other brands out there, because, oh, I'm scared. But you work in the clinic. It's a prerequisite. And some of it is just what it really comes down to is and I hate to admit it, financial access. They work hard for their money. We were in their positions once upon a time. We know how little of a budget we have at the end of the month versus what we make. We should be able to provide those perks for our staff because happy staff make happy clients. Now, Nick, you did touch on something I absolutely love. Everyone out there that's listening to the podcast, you have relationships, whatever laser device company you're with, whatever injectable company you're with, whatever skincare company you're with. If you are not utilizing your partnership to get freebies for your staff, or if they are giving you freebies and you're being chintzy and you're putting it out on the shelf to sell it for 200% markup, because we know tons of people that do that in the industry, fail. Major, major, major fail. Staff should always get as part of the job. I love that you said that we should put it up in a write-up, right in their contract, a perk benefit, so no one abuses it. Is it 2000 a year? Is it 5000 a year? Is that cost or is it retail price? But they should get an allotment a year to make sure they've tried everything on the service menu once, as long as medically they can, so that they can speak to it, they can show the part, and they can get excited about it. It's the excitement. I just got this done. I showed it. Unfortunately, and this is where, you know, Steph, I love your business mind because you're thinking to me, it's costing me money to do so. So reach out to your partnerships, get that money. And then secondly, if you were to market to get acquisition of a client, it is way more expensive to put an ad out with an efficient before and after Mm -hmm. to get a client acquired than it is to have that staff member go home to their relatives, to their friends, to the neighbors, to the soccer mom's club, to the tennis dad's club, to the hockey game and be like, look what I did. And I got it done there where I work. They're effing amazing because we're all effing amazing. Okay. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to wind it up there. I feel like everyone else got longer than me. Nathan. No, there's, there's no way. No way. <laughs> 
we've, we've, now got three, we've now got less than three minutes to go. Did they get double time because they're two? Just tell me the truth. No, 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 no. I'm I think we were actually the most efficient with our time. Yeah, I think you were. They were very wow. efficient, the power couple <laughs> down there. But so w- what, I'm, what I'm hearing from you guys is treatments for staff is great. One, for education. Yes. Two, before and afters. Mm-hmm. Three, marketing and sales. And four, for a rewards or overall incentive program for, for the staff. So that's where I'm so, kind of getting from a summary. Um, so I think there's a lot of thought that needs to be done when it comes to this and it needs to be done early on, doesn't it? Because when you're onboarding staff, you need to be consistent because uh, right. staff do talk. So, um, I think that's where clinics can hire people like us to help them with that, can't they? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think just to clarify too, because we really probably work more like Lisa's model, but we don't put a dollar amount on it. Any new staff member that comes in, we do put them through certain services. So they do get a number of complimentary and free services and we let them try as much as we possibly can. But I think we just have so many different services and some of it are not really our core. Like, yes, we offer injectables and fillers, but we don't really do that. So is that something that I'm just going to go inject and give all of our staff free filler and Botox, probably not, because it's really not a core part of our business. Um, so I think we actually do agree to, you know, a larger part with some of that, but it's just not a free-for-all at any given time that staff just get, you know, unlimited treatments. And yeah. I don't agree, and I don't think they should. And We've got one more minute, guys, so we need to wrap this up really quick. We can go, <laughs> see, it's our first episode. Let's say we've got two more minutes. Go, Nick. Okay. Two, two more minutes. So I, I was going to say real quick, I, I know that Lisa said that the uh, best staff make the best clients, right? Uh, we actually have two of our best staff that were actually clients first. So they believe in everything that we did and Love paid that. full that price awesome. for what we do. But it's the big testament when they're talking to our client client saying, hey, I did this and I believe in it. Here's my before and after pictures when I was actually a client before working here. It's an amazingly powerful when you can get your staff behind what you do. And we're going to talk more about that when we do an episode on the patient journey as well. But we'll, we'll do that on that episode. Lisa, you're going to go to conclude and then to George to finish. Alrighty. So I want to just say one thing about leaning on your vendors. It is great to lean on your vendors as long as you're supporting them. So if you're somebody who yeah. buys 100%. three disport, yeah, three disport you're purchasing every month or two months, you're not getting a bunch of free product for your staff. 100%. I'm gonna just 100%. come out and I'm gonna tell you the facts. That's <laughs> not fucking happening. And so I, I just have to the expert of what vendors are able to give because of compliance and all that kind of stuff. I, I just got to throw it out there to some of the vendors that go up and above. Uh, you know, we, you can do what you can, uh, but expecting too much, I'm, I'm going to just throw out a warning. Uh, you might not get that. So uh, that was just my disclaimer. And I like, I like that Great because point, Lisa. our partners have to make a living too, right? Our partners are going to put right. food on the table for their Absolutely. kids, their family, their wives and husbands and partners. I think that's really, really important. We can't take the piss out of our vendors. That's a huge one. So, George, don't take too long because we've got to wrap this up pretty quickly. 
All right. So number one, let's go back to Lisa's vendor comment. Absolutely. Vendors don't have access to everything all the time, but you are out there. You're signing new deals. You are doing opening orders. You are picking new technology. Get the deal signed in your opening order of what you require for your staff and your team. You're buying a new piece of technology, get enough consumables to cover your staff and your team. If you do not, you failed your business while trying to save the food on someone else's table. That's number one. Number two, Steph, if you are going to be giving free treatments or complimentary treatments when you onboard your staff, you absolutely have to record the value of what they were given because a year from now when they're asking you for a raise, you say, hold on, I gave you $12,000 worth of services and money saved. But from a business owner's perspective, I still stand by the fact staff should get at a reasonable amount nothing abusive, free treatments because they're the best billboards you have the minute someone walks into your beautiful establishment. And that is the coach. I'm not putting up with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a new shirt that says Master Coach. Oh. <laughs> we, we now can't see you on your screen because your head is just enlarged. I can see I can see the one big fat pore on your nose. I have no pores because I get regular treatments done. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. So we're gonna wrap it up there. I, I don't think we did too badly for our first episode, guys. Yeah. No, I and we only had one swear word, and it was Lisa. Can I can I just can I just blow my head up a little bit on this topic before we go? Yes, please. The the other day I was consulting and uh, I kept just adding skincare products onto skincare products onto skincare products for this uh, lovely lady who came into the clinic, and she turned around and she said, "Oh, that's a little bit over my budget, but you just have to keep listening to him because his skin's so good. You have to listen to whatever he says, and that." says to me, and that's my two cents, that your staff need to look a million bucks and you need to find a way, whether it's through incentivizing, whether it's through onboarding, whether it's through part of their yearly compensation, that staff, in my opinion, are doing their treatments for free. So that's all I'm going to say. That's, that's all I want to say. And I like your your idea of recording it, George. But we always talk yes. about that with our awesome. friends. I like that, George. Can I, do, can I do the Passover then for the next episode? Yes, you can. You can do it, George. Here's, here's what you have to do. Are, are you all ready? This is a good one. Come on, George. If, if you're going to be giving all these staff perks and free shit because George Scandalis on the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter told you to do so, it means you have to keep your staff accountable for the job and if they're not we're gonna do what nick likes to do give them the boot and it ain't baby steal so next episode accountability and when to give the boot safely with hr rules properly based on the state and country you live in (laughs) 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 so should we say goodbye sad sadness See, yeah. see you next episode, everyone. Yep. Bye, Thank everyone. you all. Bye. This is awesome. <laughs>